Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Guys, I think we are live. What's up, everyone? <laughs> hey, hey. Hello. So we have three of the biggest chatter boxes on the internet. <laughs> no, not hiding it from here. Yeah, exactly. Welcome everyone. If you haven't I, had coffee yet, we have. So yes, let's go. We we're ready to go. So you guys, I am here with Ryan and Antonio from Ping Pong Payments. And you know, uh, me and Ryan have been hanging out lately and talking. You know, there's so many payment providers out there, and each of them does something different. And we should know what our payment provider options are and what benefits each of them has so that we can do all the things we need to do with money in our business. And so I was talking with Ryan and I was like, what is the deal? There's so many payment providers out there. Tell me what is so special about ping pong. <laughs> and he gave me a whole bunch of really cool things that ping pong does. And um, in terms of like even paying your VAs in the Philippines, like there's so many cool things you can do and it's free and you can set it up in a few minutes and it's like so cool. So we're going to get into it. Uh, I guess, uh, we can start with what is ping pong? Tell us a little bit about ping pong. Yeah. Tony, do you want me to do it or do you want me to take that one? Yeah. So, so welcome everyone. Thanks for joining us live. You probably saw us me recently. I'm the chatterbox of the group, like Amy said. Uh, so ping pong has been around for close to six years now. We're a, think of us like a global wallet, if you will, like a digital bank account that you can set up in less than, you know, five minutes, like Amy said. Uh, the old way to kind of do business and set up bank accounts for e-commerce sellers is, Amy told me the same story. You used to have to travel to the country. You'd have to show your identity. You'd have to wait there a couple of days. You have to establish a local entity as like your representative for your business. And then you would potentially be able to open a bank account there. On top of that, then you're having the same fees with sending and receiving money. Uh, it's really hassle and it's time consuming. So our company actually developed a technology and to be able me, to, to let me just oh yeah go ahead stop you there because this is a question i get all the time i have a, a bank account in china and i had mm. to go there and set it up i had to go there and set it up and it's all in you know it's all in their local language which i don't read or speak right. mandarin so i had to get help from some of my chinese friends there i had to have a china phone number mm -hmm. so i had to get a sim card there i needed an address i had to use my passport all of that stuff right and just like you said ryan it was convenient because while i'm in china i can pay via wechat i can do all the things which is really awesome but it's still not easy to use that bank account to pay my suppliers because I still from the US have to try and communicate with those funds. And it's right. not like my US based account where I'm just like, oh yeah, here's the routing number and here's this. You know, I can call up my US bank and say, yeah, I'd like to send a wire transfer. Here's all the information. Try that in China. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. getting to the English menu, you're like, what? So when you said like, you don't need a bank account there. You can still pay an RMB using your existing bank account. However you want to do that, you can, you can do it very quickly and easily. So I was like, oh, well, that's another thing. People are always asking me, how do you set up a bank account in China? So 
this is an alternative for you guys. You know, Correct. if you're wanting to pay in our, and the benefits of paying your supplier in their local currency is that you can negotiate in that local currency. You yep. can get often lower prices. Um, and so, yeah, so sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, your you're fine. It was really good, but you're, yeah. You're hitting it, you're hitting it. Yeah, you're hitting it on the head. The name of the game, basically, everyone is like saving money and it's going directly to your bottom line. Like nothing that we do is going to be anything that's like, but wait, there's like uh, more things hidden. Uh, what we do is all transparent. It's all up front. It's just more of an ease of use and service, which is what a lot of technologies tried to do. But obviously you're in business and you try to, you know, you try to make money and there, there's ways that we make money, but it's better. Like, I, I think it's fantastic how, what, how we operate as a company, but what it is, is a process. You go to our website, it's free to sign up, which is the first barrier to entry that a lot of people hate. There's no, there's no minimum requirement to also use us. So if you're a tiny uh, seller, if you're selling just a couple thousand dollars uh, internationally, or if you're selling six, seven, eight figures internationally, we work with everyone. Um, so it's free to sign up and you go through a process called KYC or know your customer. It's basically verifying you are the entity you say you are. Like I'm an individual seller. Or I am an, I am a global LLC. We verify you with your like, uh, tax ID number or your social security number. And we verify all that information. And then once that's approved, which takes typically same day, uh, if not sooner, uh, we can, we can obviously expedite all that stuff. You get access to that local digital bank account. You get a routing number, you get an account number, and you can actually open up bank accounts to receive money from our 10 currencies that we offer from, and then you can send in over 160 currencies to different uh, to different countries. So, and one of them and two of them being R&B and CNY for sure. Yay. And you guys are, what fees are there for doing this? So you yeah, have, so we have a maximum yeah. 1% transaction fee and that fee is only taken when the money exits the system, right? So when you go, we put money into the system, we don't charge if you're like uploading from your bank account to, to put money in, um, or if you receive money from say Amazon, we're not charging anything there. But when you withdraw it to your bank account, that's when we'll charge, right? So typically, if say you're selling in Canada, you receive Canadian dollars, you, we convert it to US dollars for you. When you withdraw it, that's when that 1% happens. And you're yeah. going to hit hook our followers up with like some kind of cool thing, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah, guys, no problem. So when we say 1%, that's the maximum you'll ever spend. Like if you're, if you start using us more I and more and more. I pay way more than that on PayPal and, right. and Stripe. So, that, so. <laughs> so that's the thing is when you're paying, so th this is, we'll, we'll talk about a couple of things, guys. We'll talk about receiving first because receiving, everyone likes receiving money, right? Let's, it's a, it's a time of year where you're receiving gifts and things like that. So our gift to you is that the first month that you use ping pong, it's 0% in any kind of ping pong fees that you're paying, sending or receiving. That's our promise to you. You can use this as much as you want. You pay your suppliers you receive from different marketplaces as much as you, you know, theoretically want. And uh, you're going to get no ping pong fees. And obviously, we, uh, we want you to use us because we're a service that we're growing here in the United States. We're huge internationally. We're big in Europe. We're big in China. We're big in India. We have offices all over the world to help with customer service issues. And even with paying suppliers, we'll talk about the sending side of things as well. Sending money is also important now because you're starting to prep for 2021. You're starting to pay your suppliers to get those goods over here. Uh, if you're in the United States or wherever your FBA location is, you need to pay the suppliers. So lots of people, you can start going to your supplier and say, hey, if I paid you in local currency uh, in India or in CNY uh, or RMB, 
what if that would that save me a couple percentage points on whatever my invoice is? More often than not, almost all guaranteed, they're going to say, yeah, of course. And so, they're going to just not. Yeah, go ahead. Well, what about the people? So I know this is going to be a big question because this is the common thread in all the Facebook groups. People are saying, well, maybe except for amazing at home, <laughs> because uh, we're always saying like, just you can pay your supplier with your bank account. It's okay. Like you don't have to pay on Alibaba, but that's the question. People feel like if they don't pay on Alibaba, that they're not protected. So is, you know, how does that work? You know, most people say, well, I'm going to make sure that I pay on Alibaba because then um, if I need to open up a claim and I can maybe get my money back and it's all there on, on Alibaba. But what ends up happening in most cases, people think that people think that if they pay on Alibaba and something happens, they'll be able to open up a claim and everything's going to be fine. But in most cases, you need some kind of contract in writing that whatever went wrong, right? Let's say your goods are messed up or you know wh whatever happened, you need some kind of contract in writing in order to file that claim. So Alibaba is not going to grant you your money back if you have nothing in writing with that supplier. So it really doesn't do you any good to pay on Alibaba anyway. Um, if you don't have proper contracts with your suppliers. That being said, if you have proper contracts with your suppliers or you know anything in writing in terms of you know going by that, that law of that country, it's going to be much easier. That supplier is going to be much more willing to agree to giving you some kind of refund or whatever because they signed that. They agreed ahead of time. It's not like you're just suddenly hitting them going, well, I'm not happy with this. Well, if you never gave them any kind of upfront <laughs> expectations right. or anything like that. So do you guys have anything in terms of that? Do you have any advice in terms of the people that are really wanting to pay on Alibaba? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, we don't have that kind of safety net, right? So if you're paying your supplier from us, we're not going to be able to go back and file a claim for you because that's just not a service we have. I always tell people, so I actually lived in China for about seven years um, on the sourcing and manufacturing side. So a lot of experience there. When I talk to people who are thinking about doing this, I say, listen, how long have you had that supplier? Is it someone you trust? If it's someone you trust, go for it. If you don't trust them, continue using Alibaba because then you have that insurance that comes in. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay a premium for it, but let's stay that route if, you, if you're fearful. Um, I would use us similar if you're going to, if you're, you trust them and you would wire the money, then use ping pong instead, right? So yeah, it's a, it's a trust factor. And, and the more you've had orders with them, get to know them. Hopefully you've gone to China and visited them or they've come to the U.S. and seen you. You know, that's important, right? Once you've had that face-to-face yes. -face interaction or respect with the factory, the chances of them, you know, screwing you over are, are minimized very, very much so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I agree with you, Antonio. It's like, if it's just a test product and you're just order, I mean, that's the smartest thing to do is go ahead right. and order on Alibaba, have as much as you can in general in writing, you know, as long as you have like chats back and forth or emails back and forth, you can always do that. And so uh, you can always submit that as part of your claim if something were to go wrong. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you do have that safety net, but great advice there. I mean, yes, why not? Once we have the relationship with our supplier, utilize other payment systems if we were going to use our bank account anyway. 100%. And yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, go ahead, Tony. 
Go ahead, sorry. One common question I get was you mentioned something earlier, people, you said, hey, if they're paying them in local uh, currency, you'll get a discount on your invoice. So a lot of people will push back on that question and say, why would that ever happen? You know, I, they, they want dollars, they get dollars. Well, I mean, what, what you're not realizing is that, you know, they're factoring in anywhere between two to 7% for currency exchanges, right? Because you're going to send it to their bank of China or bank of whatever account in dollars. I mean, they might be able to keep some of it in dollars, but most of it they'll have to convert to RMB because they have to pay their employees. The banks are not going to give them a very favorable rate. I mean, unless they're doing just absolutely mad amount of currency, they're not getting a great rate for changing that US dollar to CNY or RMB, right? So that's why. And I always tell people like, when you do talk to your supplier, make sure you make it clear that you're expecting a discount. Because if you just say, hey, I want to pay you an RMB, you know, most factories say, okay, great. They're going to take that that USD price to you and just convert it directly and say, okay, we'll take that extra money. So you have, I think you have to make it clear, like, hey, I'm going to pay you an RMB, but you yeah. know, I do see a discount on my invoice. What can you give me? And then the great tip. And so let's transition a little bit because there's a many providers that we pay as mm -hmm. business owners. So we pay sometimes a sourcing agent. We pay um, our VAs. What if I have a VA in the Philippines? Right now, I pay um, one of my VAs in the Philippines. I pay her via PayPal. And yeah. the fees <laughs> are insane. And the transaction rate is not that good. So what does that look like when I do that via ping pong? Same thing. So yeah. It's, yeah. it would look exactly the same as if you were paying someone in China, except for instead of choosing location as China, you'd be choosing the location as uh, the Philippines. And you would get their bank account information. They would give you an invoice, you know, for their time. Um, you would give us that invoice number, and you know, we would do KYC on our side, checking that the bank account matches the name on the invoice. And yeah, and then you would pay them out in, you know, from your account into PHP, which is the Philippine peso. So yeah, they they would receive the PHP into their account. Um, we have roughly a mid market rate. It's never not exactly a mid market. It's really it's typically really close because we're not adding a spread there. And we have a currency team that's constantly buying and trading currencies. And then, yeah, that's what, then we would take that 1% when that money left. So right. you check, so every time we send money, we need an invoice from them. And Just the, the first time is when we do the, the KYC, right? That's, that's, right. When, that's when we check. Oh, the, the first time you send the money, but every time yeah. after that, you, but, don't, you don't need to provide it. It's like, yeah, a, it's, would, a drop, it's a drop down in our dashboard, yeah. You would provide an invoice number, um, but, that's it, right? So that way there's a, there's a reference number because I'm, like like a bank, we have to protect ourselves against money laundering and things like that, right? So that's why we strictly work for businesses. So I mean, we're not gonna we're not like say Venmo for international people, right? You can't just send you know you know 400 bucks to person X in in India. Um, we we need an invoice number behind that. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, we pay out like Ryan said, over 100 different currencies. Philippines is a big one for VAs, India as well. Um, I know that uh, Pakistan's a big one as well. I think that actually goes live either at the very end of this month or early next month. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of people that don't only just use us to pay for suppliers, but a lot to use to pay VAs and employees and freelancers. So, yeah, VAs, advertising agencies, if you have like a freelancer, um, any factories that you have overseas or any kind of like warehousing everything's fair game. And that's, this is not just like obviously in Asia and China, this is literally anywhere in the world. This is also, if you're an international seller and you have the same uh, issues with the United States, if you're sending money in the United States or you're paying your employees, any, we're basically like sending or receiving money. If there's a concept behind it, we we're going to work with you. And on top of Amazon, if you're, if you're big enough and you actually want to have a diversification schedule, sorry, this is super bright here today. I don't 
I don't want to watch out, but if you, if it's, if you're big enough, um, and you're selling like on a Shopify or a Rakuten or, uh, any of those other marketplaces, we also support those marketplaces. So you can see in, if I'm selling on Amazon UK or Amazon, uh, Germany or, uh, AUD, you can see how much money is coming and going in each currency and in each different marketplace. Like it's pretty contingent so, and even and, and we've focused yeah, on mostly us right now right. like you but what about all of our overseas sellers so people who live in india or live in pakistan or live in australia and sell in the us market or sell in the uk market what does that look like for them you said you you're connected to amazon as well so they can see yeah. those pay you can ask amazon to pay you to your yeah so exactly so that's kind of what it is. So if you're, you know, based outside of the country that you're selling into, um, we can give you what they're called virtual bank accounts in that local currency, right? So we can do 10 different currencies, uh, basically all the, the major Amazon markets minus say Sweden, Saudi Arabia, um, and say Brazil. Um, so yeah, so let's say you're an Australian seller selling in the US, we'll give you most likely a Citibank backed bank account, which you would, that'd be a US dollar account that you would put into your Amazon seller central in the US. So Amazon would pay you out in the dollars and that do those dollars would go into your ping pong uh, dashboard. You would see that and then like, hey, I wanna transfer all of it to my Australian bank account. You can withdraw it all. Or you can say, hey, I wanna keep some of it because I have to pay tax or I wanna use it to some pay suppliers. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of how that works. But yeah, we can, um, that, that's kind of like the, the biggest side of the business right now is helping people receive money internationally. Because right now, if you're using say Amazon's built-in service, you're getting overcharged. Right. And there, and also that you have no flexibility because they automatically do that conversion right away. So Yeah. So how explain that, explain how you're getting overcharged. So let's say me, I'm selling in the UK, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say that. How am I getting overcharged with my setup? Sure. So right now, if you're in US and you only have a US bank account, you're selling in Great Britain, you're going to put your US dollar bank account in your, uh, your Amazon UK seller central. So what Amazon does is that you see your disbursement as, you know, let's say 100,000 pounds. Yeah. Um, and then they'll actually automatically convert that. And then you'll receive X amount of dollars in your state and you'll see how much money you receive. So they're actually adding in a spread into that FX rate, right? So let's say it's one point, the mid-market rate is $1.3 to one pound. Amazon's really going to give you like 1.25. I mean, they're going to they're gonna add anywhere between 2 and 4% depending on your volumes. Um, so we give you a mid-market rate, so we're not going to add anything there, but we're going to take a one, maximum 1% transaction fee. So you're what you're doing, instead of putting your U.S. bank account in your U.K. Seller Central payment account, you're giving them your ping pong account in the U.K., right? That, that virtual bank account, right? And then they're able to pay you in that local currency and you're not losing out on them converting it however they want to convert it. Did I understand yeah. that right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And every, every guys on Amazon too, they will pay you out every two weeks, just like they do in the United States. And they will convert it every two weeks, just like, you know, just like getting paid. So if it's a really bad rate going on right now and Amazon's not going to care, they're going to still convert that money for you and send it back with ping pong. You can actually hold on to that money in that currency and hold on to it. Say, for example, I want to keep it in Europe um, or in a Euro. I can hold on to that money until it gets to a certain threshold and you can set rules and regulations to say, all right, once it hits a certain threshold, like 20,000 euros or something like that, then I want to convert it. Like you can set all those different things and hold on to it. Or if you're just want to pay an entity in Euro, 
instead of transferring back to United States dollar and then transferring back to the Euro, like you're, you're hitting those rates multiple times. And with like banks or anything like that, you have wire transaction fees each way you go there with us. You can just hold on to it. And for a rainy day, if you want to, like almost like a security blanket, if you want. I think this is also key too. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't think about the VAT payments in the UK and Europe. So you have VAT payment, right? Or also if you're selling into Canada, you have GST or HST, depending on the province. So right now, if you're using like Amazon services and you're, you're selling in the UK, you know, that 100,000 pounds, they immediately, uh, you know, send it to your US bank account, converted, you have it in dollars. But you're going to have to pay the VAT, which is roughly 20%, right? So you then you have to convert back to pounds to then pay uh, that. So with us, no, so you thank 000, you. <laughs> yeah, so you have hundred thousand. You say, hey, I just want to withdraw eighty thousand, leave twenty thousand there. So when my VAT payments up, I can pay directly to the VAT authority from Ping Pong. So you're not double converting, you're not losing money twice. It's just there. Okay. And that's free to do. And that's free to do. Paying VAT authorities is free to do in our service. That's so awesome. your so your accountant, if they uh, if they are paying those kinds of fees or they're paying that for you. They can log in and if they have a sub account, you can create sub accounts within ping pong too. So if your accountant just has access to pay out VAT authorities, they can do that within a ping pong account and that's it. Okay. So one more scenario for you. What if I'm based in the U S and selling in the U S mm-hmm. other than paying my suppliers, right. And paying my, um, is there anything in the U S that is more affordable with ping pong? I would say not really, right? I mean, I think no. if you're gonna, if you're getting, you know, you're dispersing from Amazon US and going to US bank account, there's, you could ha- use us just so you'd have everything in one dashboard. But the reality is, it's just gonna delay your payment by probably one day, right? right. So, Amazon just disperse on the 14th, you'll see it on the 14th, you'll tell Ping Pong, give me my money. On the 15th, you'll get it. We'll take a dollar fifty because it's an ACH transfer, so we cover that charge. So, yeah. I mean, really, it's just add time. I mean, I'm sure the company would love for me to say, oh yeah, you should definitely do it. But but the reality well, where is- I'm it, it doesn't make the sense. Value, yeah, it doesn't make where sense. Where I'm seeing the value in that is if like paying my overseas suppliers and stuff, yeah. like being able to kind of hold that in an outside yeah. currency and having those virtual bank accounts. When I do decide to, you know, go to the UK and all of Europe and sell, especially with Brexit just happening recently, yeah. like- it's really good to be able to kind of split up that money and, and do that. And so those folks that are in the UK and are having to set up accounts outside of the UK right now to sell in the rest of Europe, yep. ping pong is a great option for them. Yeah. That's awesome. So did you guys want to give us, we've been going for a little bit now, but did you guys want to give us a quick demo just to show us what it looks like? Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll share my screen. Um, yeah. Let me just make sure that I have the, there we go. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Can you see my screen? Yes. Yep. I got you, Tony. Here's just a quick, uh, this is our dashboard. So I have nine different, these are all virtual bank accounts that I can receive currencies in. So these are the, our nine main currencies. And then their 10th one is the Hong Kong dollar. Um, I mean, this is kind of cool because we're one of the few companies that does the UAE uh, currency, which is the AED. Um, you know, that market's exploding. So, I mean- Yeah, it, it, we were just talking about that uh, with uh, Yana Krekic earlier on the on the seller round table. We were talking about how, uh, that market is so incredible. So being able to have that currency would be so great. Yeah. So I mean, a great market, uh, you know, setting up a bank account in the UAE is very difficult. So yeah, it's right. same thing with Singapore. Um, we can get you a Singapore dollar, also a market that's, that's, that's going really well as well. 
Um, so yes, and, and just to, it, Tony, let me clarify. These are all of the ones that you guys can receive uh, currencies and not pay in currencies. Like yeah. the paying in currencies, you, there's 160 different ones. So this is what you can actually just receive in these currencies. Cool. Yeah, and then another function is, so let's say you're, you're based in the US, you only want to use us for paying international suppliers. You don't want to hook up your Amazon bank account. How do you get money into the ping pong system? We have something here, just you're adding funds. So you would give us your beneficiary bank account, which you would attach to this. So that would be your, your home bank account or whoever you're bank with. You would click on this add funds button. So this is like my, uh, of course. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was in it too long. All right. That's why those password cover-up stars were created. <laughs> exactly. So, I can add funds directly from my bank account. So this is kind of like my like fake bank account that I created. So I would put in like a, a cancel check or bank statement and I would up, you know, top up as much as I needed to top up. So I'd have money in my account to pay suppliers. Uh, and that would come, come on. That would, you would, once I did that, you would see it here under the US dollar. Um, we have a function actually called, we call it B pocket. Um, so that's money that's you put into the system versus like it's come from an e-commerce channel. Um, so the, the cool thing that your your people would want to see is our, our sending function. So as you see, we can send to the VAT authorities. So we're going to change this to tax authorities. Can we do more than VAT? We can do VAT in Europe, UK. We can also pay Canada, GST, HST, uh, tax in United Arab, United Arab Emirates. And if you're based outside of the US and you need to pay your state tax authorities, we can do that here as well. Um, but more important, so this, we have our two recipients and two suppliers. So this is where you would pay to, you know, suppliers overseas, to VAs, to freelancers. Um, so if you wanted to add a new one, pretty simple process. Uh, you can have, so you have two choices. You can pay directly to their bank account, or if you get them to sign up for a ping pong account, you can pay them to their ping pong account. And if it's ping pong to ping pong, the it's instantaneous. Like it's, it's to them within 10 minutes. Uh, with bank account, it's typically there within one to three business days. The first one takes a couple days longer, but moving past that, it's, yeah, one to two business days once you get going. So yeah, you put a person's name in, the type of recipient. So, you know, procurement would be for products, supplies, you know, logistics, advertising, freelancers, and more. So it could be operating agent, so they can employee. Um, you put their location, um, a lot of different locations, and then nickname. And down here, you put their contact and phone number. And then the next step, you would add their bank account. That's when our company would do uh, a little bit of a, a compliance check. And that's when, that, when I was telling you earlier, um, they, we would check that the account name matches the name on the invoice to the person. So that way, I don't know, I mean, if you've sent a lot of wires in your life, if you transpose a number, you're just you know two weeks of sitting in limbo and then fighting for another two weeks to make sure it's there. So we kind of alleviate that, that situation. So once you have a person in there, they're ready to go, they'll, they'll be in your dropdown. So here's a China supplier I wanna pay. So you'll see that we have it, it's, it's in CNH. All right, so the RMB, the CNY, same currency. CNY is like the official name, Chinese UN. RMB is for like the Chinese version, which means renminbi, which means the people's money. CNH is Chinese money that's held outside of China. So like in a Hong Kong bank. So that's why you would see CNH and not CNY. So here, yeah, so this would be my Chinese supplier. I put in my, you know, my invoice number. Go next, how much money I wanna to send to them. Obviously I have to have enough money in the system to pay to them, but yeah, pay 5,600 RMB from my account balance. Uh, so it's gonna say, hey, you're getting $866 deducted. 
I put in my six digit pin that I created and then we have a two step uh, a verification. So it'll ping my uh, cell phone. I put that in there, I hit submit. Uh, then you get a little reference number and yeah, your supplier should have that money within one to three business days. But yeah, it's done. Very uh, good. Another cool function though also, I mean, some people have multiple suppliers they wanna pay at one time. So we have that function where you can download it in Excel, put them all in there and then upload it. So it all goes out at one time. You're not going one by one by one. But yeah, I mean, that's more or less uh, the system. It's super easy to use. Um, and yeah, I mean, once you once you got your suppliers in the system, you could just, all you need is that invoice number and you're good to go. So Very stuff. good. Makes sense. Okay. Well, um, I, I think that's it. I think we pretty much covered every aspect, uh, you know, but why don't you guys tell everyone, um, I put in, uh, my link, my, you, I, I get you guys a little extra discount. So I put in, if you go to amazingathome.com slash resources, those are all of our trusted resources. And, um, so you can click on ping point ping ping pong there. <laughs> um, but why don't you guys tell them if they have any questions, what is the best way to go about reaching out to you. Hey, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. So we have support at pingpongx.us is our support line, but I will, I will give you my personal email. Like this is one that will come directly to me. Uh, you can actually reach out on Facebook or LinkedIn. I I'm open all to chan all the channels. So you are more than happy to connect you with our customer service slash sales team. I'm the person who's just kind of like the, the, the face of the company, if you will, or like the people person who talks the most from our company. Uh, I just like educating people and want to help people save money when they're building their e-commerce business. So my email is Ryan, R-Y-A-N dot Kramer, and that's C-R-A-M-E-R at pingpongx.us. And that comes directly to me. I will make sure that you're given like white glove treatment to be able to set up because it's super, it's super scary, guys. You don't want to mess with money. And I understand that changing things in Amazon, you're like, I don't want my listing to be taken down. We have a step-by-step -step guide that says, this is when you should change bank accounts. So Amazon doesn't flag you. Um, this is the easiest way to get the best rates. And we work with you in terms of like how much velocity you think you're going to do. And we will work with you on those rates. Again, maximum 1%. If you're doing things like PayPal or you're paying people like that, and it's five, 6%, think about that, that margin that you're just throwing to your bottom line to invest in inventory invest in yourself or invest in like advertising anything literally anything i like the invest in yourself yeah invest in yourself like take a spa <laughs> day like amy is going to do right on friday i'm so due for one it's been i usually take one every other friday so but um yeah it's you have to treat your, that's why you're yeah that's why everyone's doing this right like why wouldn't you take money that's rightfully yours and save it or put it in yourself and just like Those i wasn't gonna fees. have this money those little fees definitely add up. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today and for telling us about another payment provider out there that helps us. And, and, you know, there's, like I said, there's so many, but it's really good to know what those differences are and how we can use it. And I love the idea of the dashboard, especially for those people that are looking to expand because lately we were talking with uh, Yana from YLT the other day and she said, 
everybody is expanding. I guess there's no inventory limits overseas. And so like everybody is just like, well, I'll just send all that inventory to Germany or send it to the just, UAE. Yeah. So, I mean, how great is it? Cause that's just one more hurdle that you've overcome um, yeah. by have, being able to, you know, get paid in those currencies and pay your taxes in those currencies and all that kind of stuff. So very good. Thank you guys so much for being here and everybody check out, check out ping pong payments and let us know if you have questions. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.